Welcome to the ABR podcast, where some of Australian Book Review's contributors discuss major issues or read their reviews. My name's Peter Rose and I'm the editor of ABR. If you enjoy our podcasts, think about subscribing to the magazine. Those 25 and under can do so for as little as $25 for the online version or $50 for print plus online. American poet Tracy K. Smith was the 22nd Poet Laureate of the United States from 2017 to 2019. Smith won the Pulitzer Prize for Poetry for her 2011 volume, Life on Mars. Her new book, Such Colour, includes some of her best poems and a selection of new ones. Felicity Plunkett reviews Such Colour in the current issue of ABR. She considers the breadth of Smith's oeuvre and the undercurrent of water throughout. Felicity Plunkett is a poet, critic, and a past ABR fellow. Felicity was for many years poetry editor for the University of Queensland Press. She has written for the magazine many times since 2010. Felicity Plunkett. I'm Felicity Plunkett, and this is my review of Such Colour, New and Selected Poems by Tracy K. Smith. The wave always returns, writes Marina Sveteva, and it always returns as a different wave. Such colour reveals such a relentless renewal of lyricism as a signature of Tracy K. Smith's poetry. A selected edition promises to highlight images and ideas across the American poet's work. For Smith, one constant is the movement of water. In Minister of Sudad, from her second collection, Duende, 2007, the speaker asks, What kind of game is the sea? After a pause at the stanza break, an incantatory reply comes. Lap and drag crag and gleam, the continual work of wave and tide. Ceaseless making, flux and patterning are also a poem's work. Smith's image of creative marine energy recalls Sylvia Plath's image of words' indefatigable hoof taps, echoing as they carry meaning outwards. In Plath's case, as in Smith's, one direction is seawards. The sea's continual work is also time's work of making and unmaking, cresting and dragging. Time's leaps and stasis form part of Smith's poetic practice, especially in her treatment of history's layers brought to the light in many poems. Her metaphors are restive, moving like spectres between objects and ideas. In The Art of Daring, Risk, Restlessness, Imagination, 2014, poet Carl Phillips suggests that we are each of us uniquely haunted. Such colour traces the shapes of Smith's ghosts and hopes, the duende that gives her second collection its title. Federico Garcia Lorca felt the duende, a spirit of passion and inspiration, demanded the renewal of forms, bringing to old plains, unknown feelings of freshness. This collection assembles selected poems from Smith's four previous collections with the 18 dazzling new poems collected under the section title, Riot. 
The Body's Question, 2003, establishes the metaphorical grammar of Smith's poems. Bodies in water recur. The lake in drought lures a boy to its cold, cold centre, where the syllables of his called name strive and ripple towards him like thrown stones. Or water is itself a body. The river is a wide, black, furious serpent in Gospel Louis. There are waves the colour of atmosphere, thirst, as air and water shadow one another, gospel, Jesus. Lovers' bodies swim together in afternoon light, credulity. Timelessness is imagined as sea when recognition sparks. We were souls together once, wave after wave of ether, alive outside of time. As Kevin Young writes in the introduction to the full collection The Body's Question, using Smith's own phrases to mirror her work, her lines themselves are a gorgeous traffic that mimics water. A repeated word slips back into the poem in a phrase broken over the line, ghostly and uncanny. You are pure appetite. I am pure appetite, says the speaker in self-portrait as the letter Y. Insistent images undo and remake themselves. Appetite is another current through Smith's work and one of the body's questions is desire. Getting to what I want, says the speaker, of joy, will be slow going and mostly smoke, like thwarted efforts to coax kindling into flame. The question of what a poem can do pulses through duendo. If... Quote, every poem is the story of itself, pure conflict, its own undoing, unquote. History may be a lie, a poem can undo. Knowing this, there are some who don't want the poem to continue, but can't be sure it's important enough to silence. This includes personal histories of loss. There is a sea in my marriage where the speaker of El Mar sits in a tiny house afloat on night-coloured waves. But Smith, in a recent interview with Paul Holdengraber on the quarantine tapes, describes a commitment to bringing to her various contexts the vocabulary of justice and anti-racism. So the poem is also a boat carrying a hundred bodies at prayer, witnessing the theft of freedom. Smith's eye expands from the sensual I want, I want of a poem like One Man at a Time to move between speakers and over time, yet she identifies the pernicious nature of the huckster, trickster, we. We has swallowed us and them. You will be next to go. This we assumes its own dominion, as in we the people, Instead, Smith creates choral poems from eclipsed or lost voices, such as the kidnapped teenagers given as wives to the rebel commanders of the Lord's Resistance Army in Uganda. Poems of Witness Return in Wade in the Water, 2018, a book about racism and hate that refuses to relinquish love. It begins with The Angels and two grizzled angels watching over a sleepless speaker who is worn down by an awful panic in a scruffy hotel room and who comes to marvel that 
they come telling us through the ages not to fear. The angels, joy and love that return to Smith's poems are more vital for the violence they survive. Before Wade in the Water was Smith's Pulitzer Prize winning Life on Mars, 2011, a book-length elegy for her father, a scientist who worked on the Hubble telescope. The title is borrowed from David Bowie, and its sonnet coda addresses the small form who tumbled into her at the moment of conception. The wave after wave is one wave never tiring, writes Smith in a poem of the same name in Riot. On the far shores of the nationless sea, trees remember lynchings, while a speaker wonders, what if the world has never had, will never have, our backs? With found text and poems responding to violent language, Smith shows indefatigable commitment to the continual work of justice and witness. Around this injustice, rapture and light persist, and the collection closes with the repeated phrase, we live. Thanks for listening to the ABR podcast. We hope you'll join us again next week. If you enjoyed this episode, why not consider subscribing to ABR? Subscriptions start from just $10 per month for digital. Visit our website for more information. We'd like to thank Jack Khalil and Clancy Balin, who edit the podcast, as well as our contributors who take the time to read their articles and creative writing. And if you enjoy listening to the ABR podcast, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes.